Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back to another episode of Saving Grace. Today, we have got Crystal Hefner on the pod. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know who you are, maybe give us like a little intro. Oh, God, goodness. I, <laughs> I formerly a Playboy playmate and lived at the Playboy Mansion mm -hmm. for almost a decade, was married to Hugh Hefner. I know some people don't really know who he is these days. But I, first of all, I can't even believe that's a generation thing. Yeah. Got to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it was an interesting time. Um, when I was there from, gosh, 2008 to 2018. That's a long time. Yeah. By the time I left, it was a third of my life. Wow. Because yeah. when what uh, when was the first time that you got invited? Because you got invited for a party first, didn't you? Yeah. So I was approached by a friend who mm -hmm. said I could submit a photo to go to a party at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. And I didn't think they'd ever pick me, but I submitted my photo anyway. Mm -hmm. And I got picked and went up to a Halloween party in 2008. I was 21. Oh, you're 21? Yeah. I can't believe as well the way that they pick you up. It's just you sort of wait for a bus yeah. and you will get on the bus. Yes. Is that intimidating? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we were waiting for the bus and the bus wasn't coming. And we're just in this freezing parking garage what's happening yeah um then finally one came and we got on and yeah it was it was pretty magical when we first got to the mansion you yeah know, the gates swung open and you drive up and it says like playmates at play and there's yeah. all these trees and all the lighting's beautiful and lots of different statues and yeah cool. i can imagine it's so surreal because like when i was young i remember the playboy mansion was the place to be really? you'd look at all the playboy bunnies and be like oh my god one day i'll look like that even like i remember when i was younger say if someone said to me do you want to go to the mansion i don't like flying but i would get on that plane wow yeah it, when i was younger 100 yeah. percent, you would just ditch everything and and go so the party tell me all <laughs> give me the tea so we went to the party. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And those parties are always so amazing. They spend so much money on them. I bet. And we're just walking around, checking everything out. And then we see this commotion and a huge like wave of people coming through. And my friend said, oh, that must be Hugh Hefner. Yeah. And I'd never seen a party in my life. And I mean, seen a celebrity in my life. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> seen a few parties. Before, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she dragged me over there. I wouldn't have gone over otherwise, but she dragged me over. She said, let's go check it out. And they're moving toward these cabanas. And he went into the cabana and it's all roped off. Mm -hmm. so, you know, we're all out here and he's in there. Yeah. And so we uh, went to the front of the rope. She pulled me to the front. And she started waving to Hef sitting in the cabana and mm -hmm. he looked at her and then his gaze like fell on me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's looking at me. Is it someone behind me? Uh, you know, cause I, I was at that point, I'm like, it could never be me. And yeah, he, he, I guess chose me and motioned to his security guards to bring me through the ropes and into the cabana. Which is so mental. Were you yeah. scared or excited at that point? I think. At that point, my soul had like left my left body. body. Yeah, that's the valid response. <laughs> but that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went into the cabana and he asked me what I did. And I said I was in school studying psychology. Mm -hmm. And he said he went to the University of Illinois and studied psychology as well. So we just started talking and had a, mm -hmm. something in common. Yeah. Which, which is weird. And there were two twins there yeah. at the time. Were they his girlfriends at the time? Yeah, they were new girlfriends. Mm -hmm. They were 19. Wow. They just turned 19. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's weird, right? They in their prime, I guess. Yeah. Fair. Gee, and were they nice to you? No, no, no. They weren't nice to you. Yeah, it's very competitive. Well, I was a threat, you know, because of... I can see why. <laughs> <Of that. laughs> As you should. That's so they weren't nice to you at all. No. So, you're well, okay, how does the night end then? You're in this cabana, you're with Hugh, you're with some twins. How does it end? 
it ends by getting invited into the house. Hef said I could come into the house and stay and stay through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he said there was mu- movie nights every night and there's like a schedule. And yeah. if I wanted to stay through the weekend, I could. And I did. And we made our way into the house. And yeah. Straight up to the, the bedroom. I had no idea what was going to happen. But One interesting thing that you said in your book as well is that, so the twins gave you pajamas. They're always silk the pajamas but when you get like higher up or whatever as a girlfriend you'll give the new girls they will have like colors he doesn't like yeah stuff like that like setting them up yeah Yeah. isn't that interesting it's so it's so weird how it worked there yeah yeah i'm like oh he wears these and those ones and so these are the ones like that he doesn't really like or whatever (laughs) you can have that wow and what's the bedroom like just is because the way i'm kind of imagining it is one of those round beds and mirrors. He did have a round bed for a long time. Come on. And that bed went to a different room, but he had a big um, rectangular bed, I guess. But it was custom made. Oh. And all the sheets were custom made. Like seven people could probably sleep in it comfortably. Really? And there was a mirror. At the top, of and it. I thought I thought there'd be a mirror. Yeah, uh, and I'll I listen. would be like, could we turn the lights off and give me a top to put on? There'd be <laughs> I couldn't deal with the mirror. At the top. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, it felt yeah. like a like a being on an old cruise ship for some reason because all the curtains are closed. Yeah, all the the wood is carved. Yeah, carved paneled wood. So you, it felt like being in like an old like underbelly of a ship or something. Yeah, yeah, creepy. Yeah, I was gonna say it feels a bit creepy. Yeah. That that experience you had that night, was it a bad experience or maybe one that you weren't expecting, like living up to the expectations maybe? I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. I Part of me thought, oh, he wouldn't want to like have sex or anything because mm. I just met him. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. He yeah. definitely was yeah, all about that. And was there like a lot of girls there as well? Uh, the twins, another girl, she's Amber in the book. Yeah. And me. Yeah. Wow. And it's, I know it's not surprising, but it is surprising when I was, re- that he was just quite kind of selfish with it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know why that surprised me, but it did. Because he kind of comes across, like I saw you did a podcast the other day and the girl was saying he kind of comes across as, you know, he's got loads of women. So maybe you'd expect him to kind of be good. Yeah. But not as much so. Yeah, I remember mm. someone wrote a letter um, to him saying, thanks for teaching me how to treat women. And I thought, that's strange because he doesn't even know how to treat women. Yeah. Wow. Interesting true. letter. Yeah. Probably rethinking that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you stay for the weekend, movie nights. This one's interesting because he always kind of watches the same movies. Oh, the same old movies. And he loved the ones where the women were completely helpless. Like the damsels in distress. Jesus Christ. They're fainting all the time. Yeah, yeah. Completely, completely helpless. You didn't enjoy them? No, I tried no, yeah. to. I tried to get into it. So I'm like, oh, he likes this. I'm going to try and get into it. Maybe something like in common there. Yeah. Yeah, but not so much. No. In the beautiful. movie rooms, is it the same girls or are there new girls coming in? New girls coming in mm-hmm. and then groups of his friends. So it'd be like oh. 50 to 70 people. On the weekend 70 yeah lots of people that's that's a cinema then that's yeah, yeah. insane yeah so did you meet a lot of like famous faces while you were in there because i know it was kind of again it was the place to be did any famous people come to the movie nights or yeah was it just the parties oh they did yeah there was all kinds of people that i met through the years and different people yeah like you would see like the original Catwoman and she'd be with like Smokey Robinson and uh, David Hasselhoff and what? just all these random mm. people. I remember toward the end, like some of the some of the people that came through were there all the time and those right. were kind of the grosser type of guys. Mm-hmm. But some people came just for a party or two to check it out. I remember meeting like uh, Kylie Jenner and Justin Bieber they came as friends just to check out a party one what? time it was uh, it was cool I thought it was us insane yeah they just wanted to check it out like they weren't yeah and then I never saw them again so they're probably like okay I had enough <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah who was the most surprising person maybe that you saw uh, I'm not I don't know 
But the person I saw probably all the time was Leonardo DiCaprio because that makes sense. He could hide. Like yeah. he would come to Halloween and wear a mask and really run around and yeah. What was the go-to outfit for Halloween in the house for the girls? Just something slutty as possible, like as slutty as you can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that's like maybe a bunny. Yeah. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, or like yeah. some weird like little jail prisoner outfit. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. It's <laughs> mental what we dressed up like. I remember I went as a slutty nun once and I thought, morally, I feel like this is wrong. But I don't know if I should be turning a nun with like my tits out. You just went with it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, with a little cross. I thought I'm going to take the cross off. It felt wrong. Um, Everything there felt wrong, all the outfits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But so you have a weekend there, you leave. What happens? Do you get invited back? Do you stay? I go back to my regular like lost girl life. Yeah. Like, whoa, what, what was that? What happened? And before I could think any more about how I was going to continue, I got a message. He called me. I didn't recognize the number. Went to voicemail. And it, yeah. Hello, this is Hugh Hefner. I'd like to invite you to move in with me. Oh, voicemail. Yeah. Call me back. Wow. Yeah. Did you call him back? Yeah. yeah straight away. I'd be like, I'm going to give it a few minutes. So he doesn't think I'm too keen. And then call him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you go back in. Yeah. This is the the bit that's like, it's just so interesting. It's the way you sort of have to rank yourself up. Mm-hmm. So you started at the bottom. Bedroom five. Bedroom five. Yeah. yeah. You have like specific bedrooms. Talk me through that. So half's the main room, and yep. then as you go down the hall, it's two, three, four, five. So my room was closer to the offices. Okay, you curve around the house. It's like, yeah, like a U, and then the end was the offices. Because in the offices, there was a was it a lady that worked there who managed everything. Mary was it the was she the scary one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was very scary. She made her whole life half's life, and. She loved the drama, and then she would have all the girls over her house for cards so they could all, you know, shit talk everyone, and yeah. she loved it. But you couldn't say too much to her? No. Yeah. I just pretended that we were close to friends. Because was it, sorry, look at me, I've really read the book. Um, <laughs> so, like, if you say, oh, like, I miss home too much, or you gave her a little bit too much, you'd be gone. She would tell him, like, oh, I don't think she wants to be here. Between us, so pissed off. You let her in there. No venting. You couldn't. Wow. Just have to pretend. Just keep it to yourself. That must be hard, though, living in a house where you can't express your feelings. And also, you have to have a social battery. You can't just sit in your room. Yeah. All day. Yeah, and I'm introverted, so that was a bit hard. It was difficult. Yeah. So explain to me how you made your way up to the top girl. Tell me how that Yeah, I just thought, okay, Mm. if I'm I'm here and he's like the king of this castle and he kind of wants us to like everything he likes. Mm -hmm. So I try to take an interest in things he liked. And I would sit with him during the movies for the whole movie. I would (laughs) not take many bathroom breaks or leave very, very much. And like, oh, he just wants me to like all the things he likes. So I just tried getting in to what he liked. I just became his like shadow or his mirror like mm-hmm. reflecting his self-importance back at him yeah and yeah it kind of lost myself actually because you couldn't talk about yourself as well he didn't care no he just would turn it around on himself wow yeah. and you become the top dog as i'm going to call it top girl in the house did you ever get concerned about being booted out of the house yeah, yeah. always and so i thought if i was the top one and I was in the room with him Mm -hmm. then it was I don't know harder to be replaceable I guess yeah yeah that's true my favorite part is this was like something out of a movie you left the house yeah you said not today yeah and you ran off yeah how why how did that happen I think it started 
caving in on me. He's started getting more controlling, mm-hmm. telling me what to wear, you know, wear something more colorful, wear the flag, like which was the Playboy logo. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have my nails a certain color. I, I always had to be like a pale pink. Couldn't have like the French manicure that was. <gasps> God forbid. I know. No white tips. <laughs> no. Horror. <laughs> Straight out. Fine. Okay. Yeah. No like belly button ring. No. Because uh, that was, they. those were like in then. Yeah. And I don't know if they still are, but. Uh, I hope so. I've got mine done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really hope so. <laughs> and uh, you had to have like the white blonde hair at all times. Mm-hmm. And it was exhausting just you know it's like my Always soul was exhausted amazing yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh, he started being kind of controlling with money mm-hmm. uh, he asked me to marry him and well i guess he didn't really ask me he just gave me a ring told you yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he told yeah. me and we were going to start to film a show and i'm very introverted it was mm-hmm. a two-hour special on tv he was getting like eight hundred thousand dollars from the show and he gave me a talent release and $2,500 talent fee. And I just thought, this is not fair. And everything was kind of caving in. And yeah. So I just left. How did you leave? <laughs> did you just get in a car and drive out? Did you run off? I st- we gotten into an argument because I finally stood up for myself. Love that. And so I, Come on. I stormed out and I just mm-hmm. walked down. There was a park nearby, out, mm-hmm. you know, out the back gate, down the street a little bit. So I'm, like, I'm just going to walk to the park. And so I walk down the long drive and I see the back gate and usually this, there's cameras everywhere and there's mm-hmm. security and the security booth and they see me coming and then they'll just open the gate. Like she's obviously walking to yeah. the back gate and they'll open the gate. So I'll see it start opening and I'm walking down and it's not opening. I'm like, what? And I could hear Hef's on speakerphone. He'd called down to them and he's like, yeah, don't let her leave. If she, if she, if she tries to leave, like detain her, don't let her leave. Oh my God. So I'm like, oh, he's not, he's, I'm actually trapped. He's not letting me leave. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to f- be smarter about this. Mm-hmm. So I just turn around, walk back into the house. I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to leave? Mm. And later on, I left during the middle of a movie. I said I was, you know, going to be right back. Got to go to the bathroom. I had to pee or something. And then got in my car and drove out. I told the security I was going to the store for tampons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always what they didn't question yeah but oh. a bunch of like wow. big burly men are not gonna question <laughs> makes them awkward yeah, yeah they're like oh go ahead, go ahead now. <laughs> and then i just drove off and where did you go i went to jordan's house now for those that don't know this is dr phil's son am i right <laughs> On that note, I'm here to tell you how you can also be a boss babe like crystal hefner and take your potential to the heavens. Today's sponsor of the podcast is of course Shopify. Shopify is an e-commerce platform revolutionizing businesses worldwide. From big brands to small boutique, Shopify helps thousands of businesses sell in person and online. No matter what stage you are in your business, Shopify helps you grow like the true girl boss you are. From sneakers to stickers, from bikinis to sarongs. Shopify will help you get selling over social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, and even Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support you every step of the way. Sign up to a £1 per month trial period at shopify.co.uk slash grace, all lowercase, to take your business to the next level. Thank you to Shopify for sponsoring today's episode. Yes, doctor. Do people know Dr. Phil is here? Do we know? Yeah, we do. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we do. I always thought he was like fake though. I didn't think he was a real person. I mean, I don't know if he's still is. I mean, I didn't think he was a real doctor and he's not. Oh, and if he is, he needs that revoked. But <laughs> yeah, I, oh, so he's not. Okay, fine. So you were dating his son. How did you meet his son? Um, I was like learning how to produce music. Mm-hmm. I was just bored. I'm like, what can, what can I do yeah. here during the day, you know, between these hours? Mm-hmm. And someone introduced me to Jordan and said... You know, he's doc- don't judge him because he's Dr. Phil's son. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really good at music. And I, you know, I wasn't attracted to him. I just thought he was this nerdy, dorky. Like, yeah, oh, this, was the nerdy one. The son of like a D-list, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, we got to know each other a bit. I, you know, I still wasn't into him. And I started telling him like, oh, I feel trapped. I need to get out of here. He goes, oh, you need to come talk to my dad. Like come up to his house and talk to Not him. Not Dr. Phil. And I thought this is perfect. You know, this yeah. is what he does on, on TV. He helps people. Great, you know, I'm I'm great to, I'm grateful for this contact. So we go up, sit on the couch with him. He mm-hmm. tells me, "Oh, you're 
25-year-old woman, you shouldn't be trapped there. You have your whole life ahead of you and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So with my newfound confidence, I go back to the house and that kind of helped me leave. Yeah. And I snuck out during the movie and, and Jordan's like, just come to my house. And he sent me a photo of like, he'd emptied like half his closet. Mm. <laughs> Ready like, this is for it. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I went straight to his house and then ended up liking him. Yeah. And little did I know it was just another trap. Yeah, so how long were you guys together for? About a year. Oh, so quite a long time. In the beginning, I thought it was some fairy tale. I'm like, oh, he's actually my age, and this is nice, and he has a good family, and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. But after a while, same thing as a mansion, he was auditioning for singers. He had a band, and Mm -hmm. so I was there at the Viper Room. We're on the Sunset Strip, and I'm watching from a booth while he's auditioning singers, and Dr. Phil comes in. I'm like, oh, you know, there he is, the, mm. the man who helped me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he like, has this big grin on his face, and he's like, oh, look at my son up there, like, performing his music, and yeah, he's, he, he's bagged a playmate over here. So he's like, oh, you know, like, look at my son, he's bagged a playmate. And I just thought, wow. Not even, this is Crystal. Yeah, no. Wow. What a dick. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Sorry, yeah, but, but he's not watching this. <laughs> I can't. He might be. Sort of, yeah. Hi, Doctor Phil. Sorry, <laughs> don't sue me allegedly. Um. So from that moment forth, did you just think, nah? Ugh. Like, oh, not got the again. ick. Yeah. Yeah. Totally got the ick. Mm. Talking about becoming the best version of yourself, that brings me on to today's sponsor, which is of course HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes sticking to a balanced lifestyle easier. It's got no commitments and it also delivers straight to your door so you don't have to do anything apart from put your feet up and watch your favorite show and wait for it to arrive. You can pick out of 44 different recipes so even if you are a picky eater, you don't like much, there will be a recipe on here that you will absolutely love. There's also more taste and less waste. So you can choose how many people that you're feeding and the recipes will cater to that. So there's less food waste. You're not overcooking. And that's one thing I struggle with living alone. I will overcook and then it will go in the bin. If you need to skip a week because you're on holiday or you're away for work or anything like that, you can. I love it because it's got pre-portioned ingredients. So it's so easy. You don't have to do anything and the recipe is so easy to follow. And it also gives you how long it takes to cook, so you can plan your evening around that. This one, I've got a creamy double mushroom penne. We all know how I feel about penne. Pasta's my favorite dish. I'll eat it every day if I can. And with HelloFresh, that's absolutely possible. If you want to experience HelloFresh today, go to hellofresh.co.uk slash newgrace to get 60% off of your first order and 25% off of the next two months. Thank you, HelloFresh, for sponsoring today's episode. That all fell apart because I thought, oh, he's so spoiled and he pays for all of his friends all the time. I'm like, how do you know if they're your friends if you pay they're for everything, every yeah. meal, every everything for them? And mm-hmm. then I became the the bad one, right? Like, because I'm... Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... So yeah, that that all fell apart. Mm-hmm. I opened a lingerie store. That kind of fell apart. I wasn't really into lingerie, so I'm like, why did I even? I guess maybe it's like <laughs> sort of similar. Yeah, maybe similar to the original. Yeah, like, what you like, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I could see the vision though. Okay, I see that. I see that. Like, I don't even dress like that. Like, what am I doing selling this stuff I wouldn't even really wear? <laughs> yeah. So that failed, and then I got a call from Mary saying, "Have missed me. It hasn't mm-hmm. been the same since." The two girlfriends he had the whole year weren't really doing it it's for him, I wild guess. sentence anyway. <laughs> the two girlfriends he already does have. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, he really misses you. And 
know, he could be charming and I did feel sorry for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I was watching an old interview earlier today that he was, he had done and like, I could understand how people would feel sorry for him or have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. And so I thought, okay, maybe because everything else failed, like Mm -hmm. that's where I meant to be. Yeah. Like that's my fate, my destiny. As you know, like I lost who I thought was the love of my life. Yes, yeah, Greg, yeah. When I was young, my high school sweetheart, yeah. we had the same birthday, and I just thought, you know, maybe I already had that like great love that I would have. Mm-hmm. I'm just meant to be at the mansion. And so I went back. Because people as well, they may not know, you had quite a bit of loss. So was it Greg? Yeah, my dad when I was 12. And yeah, and your dad. Greg when I was 18. Because you actually lived over here for a bit. Yeah. Which is so bad. Was it <laughs> no. Birmingham that you lived? I Where? lived in Birmingham. Oh, of all the places, first of all, Birmingham. But, you know, you on Cornwall, <laughs> anywhere. But fair Why? But, I don't know why my parents... I don't know. I kind of like it there. You, but you lived in a haunted pub, no? Yes, I did. It was called uh, Yale Rose and Crown, and it was uh, haunted. Love that. It had a cellar that had the cutouts where you slide the bodies. It was very old. I would have said I'm staying at a Premier Inn. There is no <laughs> way. That's crazy. But I don't know. And now it's by, it's Cadbury World. I don't know if Cadbury World was always there <laughs> yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. But I went there recently and I'm like, I love, I love Cadbury. Was it weird yeah. going back there? Yes. Because your memories were sort of, he was a singer, wasn't he? Yeah. So you ha- I feel like it's quite nice memories, him singing, you seeing him perform. So you must have nice memories there. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was like the, the rock in my life. And mm. My mom and sisters like have high anxiety, and they're just. I felt like I took over the dad role like after then, but going back was so nice. I and, bet. Uh, someone was walking by and was wondering what I was up to, like looking in and mm-hmm. stuff. And I said, "Oh, like my parents used to like run this pub, and like oh, I knew them." No way. Oh, he's like, yeah, the the landlord and lady and. Yeah, they really lit up this place. And, oh, uh, that's really picture sweet. with them. It was yeah, it was very nice. And oh my God, I love that oh, you yeah. were living like a real life. Do you know what EastEnders is? No, I don't know how to explain. <laughs> what is it like a soap opera? Yeah, but okay, like, okay. Uh, maybe I have the pub. This is my pub. Okay, that's how I'm imagining it. EastEnders, very yeah, much. Yeah, you know what? Maybe don't go home and Google that. <laughs> you were like a good EastEnders. <laughs> Like, like what did she say <laughs> the comments can be like take that back but were you how did you feel about when you did get married that your dad wasn't there mm, i was kind of like kind of glad, glad he wasn't there <laughs> yeah. so i'm like what would he think what do you think your dad maybe would have thought i think that he would think that this it would be nice meeting the different celebrities and people that yeah. it was interesting mm-hmm but I think that he would have lost it knowing I was marrying somebody 60 years older. Yeah, what was your mum's reaction? Because your mum was a fan though, wasn't she? She was. And yeah. She said, oh, I, I went to the Playboy Club in London. My mum has like proper accent. Is it one in London? There was a Playboy Club in London, yeah. Oh, I bet it wasn't as nice though, for God's sake. <laughs> it never is, so for it. Yeah, so she said it, it was, she said, oh, I could have been a bunny. And so she was oh. excited. She thought it was great. Yeah. On the, when you told her, so she was still excited when you said you were getting married and everything, still fine. <laughs> She's like, oh my, Hef's my son-in-law. Oh, I love that. I'm like, he can be your granddad. <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's Hugh Hefner at the time, but you, yeah. you could get away with that. She liked to brag about it. I would, back yeah. in the day, I would have done that. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like, I'll have this on the house. <laughs> yeah, no, really. And then she would come to the, the, a new Playboy Club opened in Mayfair in 2011. Mm-hmm. So she came over and they would just treat her so well. The chef would come out and say hello. She wouldn't have to pay for anything. Really? They'd give her some money to gamble. <laughs> so she's like... Living the life. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm trapped at the yeah. mansion. You were like, I'm actually not having a good time. Yeah. you're having a good time. Yeah. That's insane. So the wedding happens. It's quite a small wedding though, no? Yeah, like 10 people in the end. Yeah. Why was that? And a couple... I realize now I'm like, oh, and a couple girls that he was still <laughs> sleeping with. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It wouldn't be a Hugh Hefner wedding without, I guess. So. <laughs> how how was it? How did you find it? Better because it was just 10 people and it was it was awkward. And he they asked about the vows and stuff. And Hef's like, oh, my back kind of hurts. Can we make it really short? And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be like, love the movie. Thank <laughs> you for the parties. I didn't have to say anything. The 
the what is it called like the vicar or the, the... Old, yeah let's go with that <laughs> the bloke with the collar minister yeah. I, what are they called so, efficient yes that's it i'm glad you knew what you were talking about because i just went i said after <laughs> fine so. they they did the talking and then it was over oh my god and i wore a pink dress because i thought okay. as you should <laughs> as you, it was like a big one as well yeah it's very you started that my prom dress was inspired by that yeah yeah it pink didn't look flowery. as good as me I'll, yeah it didn't look as good on me i'll be honest with you what here. color was it pink oh nice yeah yeah no one find those like, of course it would be pink yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if you got the memo and <laughs> <laughs> um, so did he die long after you got married or was it like four or five years not really long then yeah not that long and how was it towards the end well, I didn't ever think he would die. Is that strange? No, I get you when you say this. You know when it's like like Beyonce. I don't think Beyonce will ever die. Yeah, it's like they become Not larger than life. Yeah, and then Hef was older for so long. Mm. Like everyone knew him. As he was like, always old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he would have looked like young. Yeah, I'll Google it. We looked it up recently. Yeah, it's like very dorky. No. Yeah, it's always is the dorky ones you got to look out for. I will say. <laughs> um, yeah. So he. There was a point where he got so like frail that he couldn't come down for like movie nights and stuff. Yeah, that's when he got sick. That's shortly before he passed yeah. away. But you also got sick. Yes. Was this while he was alive? Yes. Okay. What happened? Because there was a lot going on. It's like 2015, 2016. Right. Like a year, year or two before he died. And all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm not well. Mm -hmm. um, I would have little shoots and things around the house or like different ways I would make money on my own. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I had to cancel it. And I just felt like, oh, I'm so lazy. Like I, I beat myself up about mm. it. Like something's wrong. So I went to the doctor and my like hormones had all tanked. I had to start doing like hormone creams. I'm like, mm. oh, this is strange for being, you know, young. Yeah, you're or young. So I thought. And uh, fibromyalgia and all this stuff. I'm like, mm. what's, what's wrong with me? And... So I went to the doctor and found out that I had Lyme disease. Like the thing you get from tick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, oh, you want to do this test? It's 1,500. And, um, it's 1,500 Yeah, because they couldn't test. figure out what I was I better wrong. have it. Yeah, but... Wow. But at first I'm like, oh, I don't need to pay that because... Like I've never been around ticks. I've never... I've been around the beach. Because I haven't it's been usually in like grassy yeah, sort of areas. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I said no at first and then everything was still bad and... So I'm like, I'll have everything. So I got the tick test and then mm -hmm. they tested me for mold and everything. And the levels are mold, of mold, it was like every single type showed up in the blood, the urine. That's so bad. And then I had a bra brain scan. It showed up in there. And so yeah, it's called a neuroquant scan in the brain. So I had a Lyme disease and then toxic mold. And so I had somebody, I asked Playboy if they could have someone brown to check for mm -hmm. stuff. Because like, <laughs> Yeah. I asked Playboy if they could have someone around to check for mold and they ignored me. So I personally had somebody come by and I had to kind of lie and say I like, why though? I think they didn't want to be, maybe they knew. Right. They knew it was going to be a big job. Yeah. 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 And so I secretly had someone come. I'm like, oh, Ron is coming. Like I, I had to probably <laughs> had to say like, yeah, had to do my hair or something. <laughs> yeah. um, and he came by and he had like a flashlight and all those things and testing and he found black mold basically everywhere, like all through the, the panels of the, the wood. And then in the vents, he found fungus just growing everywhere and mainly in, above where I sit for like the last, you know, seven years. So, That's concerning. Yeah. So I got really sick. I, when it would rain, it would rain inside too. So I'm like, oh, no wonder this place. But it's crazy because he made so much money, you'd think he'd keep up. Because that's his brand. The mansion was his brand. Yeah, he didn't. And also it, the organization was with all of it because he kept everything, didn't he? Yeah, hoarder. Yeah, hoarder, <laughs> exactly. But he, the, it was just all shoved into a, I don't know, like a basement or a room. Everywhere. Whatever it was, yeah, because you piles. sorted it out. Piles and piles. You couldn't really walk through the bedroom. There was just a walking trail amongst all the junk that had been left between, like in, in the, the bedroom. carpet. Wow. And so I started getting rid of stuff and it went, you know, it would be like 2000s, 90s, 80s, and then stuff from 70s because he bought the house in 1971. So it was all, I threw away most of it. Some of it's probably historical, but I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, for that. You found some horrible things in there as well, didn't you? What sort of like tapes and stuff? Yeah, yeah. He had lots of tapes. I remember in the bedroom he had tons of 
I don't know, there's like VHS and all mm-hmm. kinds of ways you can film back then. I don't know what. Throwing it back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big camcorder. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And it's just so many of them like, what's on these? It's very strange. And uh, I did find, you know, old photos, mm. just loose in drawers. It was like naked photos of so many women. Did they know that these photos were being taken, do you think? Yes. They did. Even they the did. videos? Uh, maybe not the videos. Yeah, fair. Videos, maybe the cameras were just rolling at all times. Mm. Even at parties, people probably didn't realize they were on Hef's personal. He had a video department in the mansion. Right. And so they would go around filming everything. And then, um, yeah, so the photos I found mm. were, he would take those disposable cameras. Yep. And in the limos to events and just like click, click, snap. <laughs> and then the girls would be like, ah, yeah, oh, it. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then so he just had it in the drawers and like anyone can open this. So it was like, there's 70 staff members. And also, I suppose anyone could share those as well. Yeah. Like you, yeah, not keen, but you got rid of most of them. Yeah, by hand. I just ripped them all up. Really? If I was in these pictures, like, you Spread eagle in a limo. Like, what would I want? Oh, yeah. I want no one to see that. I remember either. he would do that to me in the limo. He's like, oh, sexy, you know, something. And I'm just like, that's awkward. But yeah, I ripped up all the ones. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. A, I think that's a really good thing to do. Because a lot of people may, I don't know, some people have bad intentions of it. They know they could sell stuff like that, especially if it's like a celebrity yeah, yeah. or something. People would pay so much to see stuff like that yeah and if you're a public figure they can post it's pretty much you know like, can they yeah like if you're just topless somewhere and someone takes your picture you're a public figure so they can post it what on earth yeah i think it's different if it's like your private stuff that's been hacked or yeah something. yeah but if you're just you're just out there yeah. titties out wow mm-hmm. then he dies yes um you were there when he died am i right it's not next to him but you were in the house yeah i was by his side the whole time he was not well yeah but the waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues and all lifelock plans are backed by the million dollar protection package so we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Very end, he went into sepsis mm. and the doctor said, you know, if he stays here, like he's going to die. Yeah. Or if he goes to the hospital, maybe he has 30% chance of living. And I stepped out of the room to try and make the decision. And when I had stepped out, they said, he's, he's gone. He made that decision for himself though. Yeah, yeah. And you, what was the movie that you were playing him on oh. like a loop? Was it... Um, it was Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, that was it. That's sweet. Because he stopped speaking. Mm. And so I thought if he's conscious in any way, then at least this movie is like really gets really colorful. Yeah. I think it's amazing how still sort of nice you were to him, considering how you had to live. Yeah, I don't know. Like I was very nice to him until the very end. But, and as I was writing the book and I think back, you know, when I was playing that movie mm-hmm. for him at the end, I thought he is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even think of it then. Mm. But, you know, he's just this small man behind this curtain. Yeah, he sort of looked at him time. differently. Yeah. And he said to you never to say bad things about him yeah. after he died, right? Yeah, he, he put me on the board of his foundation and um, I accepted. You know, he wanted me to be on it. And he said, well, I'll just... When I leave, uh, mm-hmm. we, when I leave the earth, when I'm gone, just remember to only say good things about me. Yeah. That, you promise. And I said, I promise. Must be hard to keep that, like, because <laughs> you must have so much inside that, especially I found, you know, sometimes this is so not similar, but you know, when you know someone and they're not really what everyone thinks they are, but everyone really idolizes them. Yeah. Let's say when you meet a celebrity and they're rude to you and you think... Everyone likes you. I know you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, you have to keep it in. Yeah. That must be a lot and hard on you to keep in. The certain stuff that you went through and what actually happened. 
Yeah, it was hard. And I started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I need to unpack this. Yeah. And as you unpack it and as times change, like Me Too happened uh, yeah. like a month after he passed away. Was it a month after? Yeah. So the Me Too happened. I felt more justified in how mm-hmm. I was feeling. And then on top of that, like mental health, like it's talked about more now. Yeah. And I, I was having this conversation earlier with Benny. We were talking about how we didn't have the term like narcissist. We did not know what that, that has really just come about. Hasn't yeah. It? I don't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, Hef was a narcissist. No wonder yeah. he only wanted to talk about himself. No wonder he only wanted to do things he was interested in. And he was so controlling and all these She things. probably just thought that's him. Yeah. That's just yeah. personality. Mm. And uh, how the world is, that that world specifically was so misogynistic, like mm-hmm. seeing women as just objects. Yeah. That's very hard, you know, and a lot of those celebrities that came there at the time, they're very misogynistic. And you just think, mm-hmm. oh, this is just how people are. They yeah. Hug you too close or say gross things. Yeah. And, oh, that's just how men are. That's how those those guys, those guys are. But as you kind of evolve, you realize like, okay, this affected me. Boundaries. Like I didn't have boundaries. I didn't yep. know what that was yeah. <laughs> until like two years ago. Yeah. So. And yeah. it's funny that people would always be obsessed with Playboy bunnies but they never speak nicely about them, mm. especially men. Yeah. I don't know if there was, I think there was something in your book where you went on like a show or something and you were speaking about it, but they were just belittling you the whole time because you were a bunny. But you were with, I think you were with Hef at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I was a, an easy target for the media mm-hmm. because I would go out with Hef as his shadow. Yeah. And then they'd just attack me like, oh, what a you know, old balls look like, what's it like having sex with an old man? And you know, gold Did you get bigger. pissed off at that question? Back then I would just, uh, you know, and just deflect yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, now it's just, I can't believe people would. A wild question. And they would idolize him so much. Yeah. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? why? Yeah. Why aren't you questioning things? Why aren't you asking these women like more serious questions? Yeah. Why aren't you asking the old man why he's going for really young women? Yeah. Not the why the young men. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's hard. And pe- even people now, like, oh, she's just, you know, pro- trying to profit off a dead man and all. Like, people are saying things like that now. Really? It's like, what about all the profit he made off of me when. <laughs> He was alive. Yeah. You, Very strange. Millions. I, that's it. He made so much money. Yeah. Girls Next Door show and this little special he was filming for almost a million. It's like, we got paid nothing. Yeah. It was only just maintenance money. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find the, was it the Girls Next Door yeah. show? How did you find filming that? Awful. Yeah. Because by the time we started filming, I'd been broken down so much. Yeah. They asked me, oh, have more <laughs> personality. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Be myself? Who is that? Yeah. Because uh, I was so used to just doing whatever, being whoever he wanted me to be. So was it, it was quite, painful. Was it quite scripted? Yeah. Just the whole thing? Yeah, they told me what to do. Mm-hmm. They told me what to say. The thing is, you you can see that now. But back then, I, I even I was like, this is real life. <laughs> and i'm gonna copy that you know? <laughs> so yeah people people believe that it was very real mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it has to be put together somewhat because yeah. otherwise you know they're just following you around they have to have a story and they have to yeah otherwise no one i guess would want to watch it i guess well yeah. I, I still would have watched that um <laughs> your book oh, i've got it here <laughs> so cute i love first of all i love the pink Oh, yeah. I wanted to be, be like Barbie pink. Oh, like, come on. Yeah. I love it. I only say good things. I absolutely... Were you scared about releasing this? Because you said you've got backlash and I am suppose you're probably... You probably thought, yeah, people would say this. But were you nervous, scared? Um, I was wondering how it would be received. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it was crafted in such a way that like tells the whole story. And I think that's important to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, now I'm like actually free. And so yeah. I, there's nothing that could be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. So if people like it or not, like here's the truth. And I, it, you're so respectful still in it. This isn't mm-hmm. like, you know, when people do like a, a tell or whatever in a book and they're, they're really kind of nasty and air everything you're so respectful in it and it's so interesting the way you say everything in this book 
I love it. Thank you. It's like, if you haven't bought it yet, buy it. And I was saying before, I don't read. I don't really, you know, sometimes I'll open up an OK magazine and have a look at the pictures. But I banged this book out in two days. Like when my mum was trying to talk to me, I'd be like, Loretta, please. I was like, I'm getting to the good bit. You know, so it's honestly, it's so worth buying. Is there anything that you maybe wish you could say to the version of you that was living in the mansion? Because I bet she'd be shocked <laughs> yeah. how everything's panned out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I dedicated the book to those who are struggling with self-love and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And telling them that they're not alone. And I was someone who struggled with that. And mm-hmm. because I struggled with that, I had my identity completely dictated to me by someone else. So I think it's very important to know yourself. Yeah. And know who you are. And that could be never, you know, that can be taken away from you ever just... You're solid within yourself. And when you respect yourself, mm-hmm. you don't ever let these things happen to you. And you don't ever let people yeah. treat you less than nurturing. Mm-hmm. And do you feel good now Yeah, in yourself? You feel good? Feel good. I'm in a healthy oh, relationship. Well, Life is good. I love that. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yes. Is there anything maybe that you, talking about the book, people that listen that haven't read it, anything in here that you think might surprise people? The most surprising parts in there, I think, have to do with the parts that were hardest for me to write, mm-hmm. and that was about sex and death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah. Did you feel uncomfortable talking about that in there? Because you must be sort of reliving it. Yeah, it, it, it was hard. It was hard. I mean, I, I laugh about it now, but it was yeah, hard to yeah. relive. It was very, very hard. Yeah. Especially when the you know editors are looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, because you have to do so many drafts yeah. and stuff of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awkward, but it's it's all out there. Playboy was a place of <laughs> excess and sex, yeah. so I think that needed to be talked about. Because you as well, did you get all of the, you had quite a bit done, like you had your boobs done and stuff. You got them taken out, didn't you? Yes. Because they were making you ill. Yes, yeah. Breast implant illness. You don't realize at the time, you're like, oh, I have autoimmune problems or I have all these other things. Yeah. It could be the implants. I don't think a lot of people make the connection. Yeah, of course not. Even now, like Kim Kardashian, she has eczema that's like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And she posts about it. And I'm like, oh, you know, she still has like toxic <laughs> things in her body. Yeah. And you, did you get them all removed? Yeah. Do you feel better now? Much better. Was it hard kind of, because you'd seen yourself for so many years like that. Was it hard then stripping it all back and seeing yourself without the implants? I felt better. I could breathe better. My lungs felt twice as big. Yeah. And then I look back at old pictures now when I look back, mm-hmm. like I look like a sex doll from China. <laughs> it's like, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like a prop. Yeah. But I yeah. suppose that's what you had to look like then. Yeah. It's bad. That's great. I'm, I like that though, because I still feel like we're in kind of an era. Because I remember we've just moved past, thank God, the BBL era. And thank God that's gone. Yeah, it's like, oh, hang in there. That trend will be over soon. Like, just <laughs> honestly, because it was, everyone was getting it done. And I remember being like, this is so dangerous. People are dying. And also, it looks kind of crazy. And it does. And and people, I know there's actual implants that go in the, the, the butt, but there's, yeah. there's other things where it's just these injections. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Just fills it up. I remember Kim Kardashian. I don't mean like want to bash her or anything, but <laughs> yeah. I do remember her going on like a show and doing an ultrasound yeah, show, like my butt's real. But I'm like, so, that's yeah. the fillers. It's not the actual implant. Yeah. It's the butt fillers. And those don't dissolve evenly. Mm-hmm. So be careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah my uh, This girl I know just had, she had injections done, like filler in her bum and she got like sepsis and got really unwell because it spreads because it's filler. They couldn't pinpoint where the infection actually was. I know, but and as well, you know, like the Kardashians do look amazing, but they also are billionaires. Yeah, but us normal people here, we're going to Turkey and we're paying like two grand. Yes, we haven't got the facilities to look like Kim K. So I think it's so refreshing to hear you talk about feeling good without it all. Yeah, but then who are we doing it for? Like, are we doing it for ourselves or for? Men, yeah, you or just be... got to accept the vessel that you're in. <laughs> yeah, I've accepted that I've got mosquito biters tits and no ass, and I'm fine with it now. I'm fine. You know, someone will love me. 
It's the new, I mean, this is going to be the new thing, so. Yeah, back when Paris Hilton was big, being skinny with no ass was in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that, coming back. Please, please God let this come back. It's coming back. Because I need to be in IB for this summer with a bit of attention, I'm going to be honest with you here, Crystal. <laughs> um, but yeah, where can people find your book? I think it's everywhere. We it's did literally we everywhere. <laughs> we signed some books at Waterstones yesterday. And Where'd you go Waterstones? Yeah, there's some signed copies oh. all around London right now, so. Is there? Yeah. Grab it. <laughs> Grab it. They do it. Amazon everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's climbing the charts here on Amazon. Is it like number three here? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday when we checked, it was number three. And then in the US, it's become an instant bestseller, New York Times. So. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel a bit like, you know, when you leave the house, you feel a bit like, <laughs> or is it fine still? Um, I don't know. I just feel, no, I just feel like a... I don't consider myself like a celebrity or anything like that. I just mm. feel like a normal person that was swept into this world. Yeah. And it feels good to be like a New York Times bestseller, just having done something yeah, on my own. I'm like, outside, outside of the mansion, this is my truth. It's kind of going against that. Yeah. And it's still being received very well. So I'm very proud. I love that. And if it helps, I think you're an icon. <laughs> Likewise. I'm so gassed you're here. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Only say good things. Go and buy it or you'll get 10 years bad luck. And I mean that. Helping the sales. We'll get it to number one. Thank you. Um, So yeah, if you've been watching, give it a like and subscribe. If you've been listening, give it a follow and a five-star review. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.